five inches of beauty. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hammer the Over. Today is Wednesday, November 15th. I am Fred West. With me is Evan Drone. Evan, how are we doing? Doing well. We're uh, midway through November, a week out from Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Halfway best, through. Eh, best eh. holiday of all the holidays. I think you might be right. That's my favorite one. I'm with you there. Ah, Christmas is super close. Christmas that's, is that's, good. The thing that I like about Thanksgiving that I, over Christmas pushes it over, less stress. Okay. There's I like, like that. no, You're right. like you don't have to get gifts. It's just you go, you go hang out with your family, That's eat true. really good food, watch football. And then Thanksgiving is where it all begins, basically. Exactly. But once it's over. So like it's kind of like the season last. Is great. You're right. So it's like the last hurrah before uh-huh. the stressful season hits. Mm-hmm. I like that. I feel like I feel like Christmas always has like more build up. Like you can never actually live up to your Christmas expectations. Like, especially when you were a kid. Whereas Thanksgiving is just like a really, really nice day. You're, I think that's why it's the best. You're completely enlightening me and like totally yeah. convincing me. And it's just so you're true. never you're never <clears throat> disappointed with Thanksgiving. It's always just a really nice day. Yeah, you're gonna be stuffed. Yeah, you got football. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of couch time. A lot of couch I don't know time. What more you want? No, nothing. I like that. You're yeah. onto something. Yeah, big big fan of uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, we don't have time today. He's, no time. Uh, prior engagements. Yeah, we're He's actually. Let- not sure if he's in the country. Yeah, he's letting his nine to five take over. Yeah, he is. He's letting work slip into the the true work hours here. But. Exactly. That's all right though. We'll we'll keep her running. Um, start with the uh, the news out of Dallas that Zeke is going to just accept his yeah his suspension. Finally, Didn't play last weekend. Yeah, which is shocking. I figured they'd yeah. somehow spin that on us. I feel like they like the suspensions got like kept getting doled out like closer and closer to the deadline yeah. to the point where they literally didn't have time to like <laughs> appeal it right and now he's just giving up serving the suspension yeah and maybe getting back in time for playoffs if yeah it depends that's in the cards it's actually interesting because like they're in the thick of the nfc yeah. playoff race for a wild card spot probably not going to catch philly no um but they're in it as far as the wild card is concerned and they certainly they proved they need Zeke um, after last week. Yeah, not great. Um, but, yeah. And then you got Jerry Jones, who apparently is in the midst of He's potentially up. getting, like, ousted. I just want to see, like, a. I just want to see him and Arthur Blank. Maybe yeah. somehow get Goodell in the mix, too. But like, a little boxing match. Three, three just man settle boxing it that way. Match. Yeah, yeah just, just scrum match. We'll just do, we'll have... Um, What's his name? Vince McMahon, w- <laughs> WWE guy. Vince well, McMahon, up. he'll he'll uh, organize the whole thing, orchestrate it. Yep. We'll get a three man to the death. That's pay per view. I mean, that that would definitely break the Mayweather McGregor record. Okay. I think. What is it like? Hell in a Cell when they go to Dallas uh, to the Cowboy Stadium and do like the enormous cage match. Thing? Oh yeah, bring it down. Yeah, that'd be uh, seriously like. How I would many watch. people would, I would pay, pay to pay watch pro- that? I would, probably... I would way rather pay to watch that than probably any other. Potential boxing match. Oh, for sure. Right? For sure. If if you could do a, <laughs> a three way <laughs> three way boxing match between two like like decrepit old men and Roger Goodell, yeah. that would be fantastic. It'd be incredible. Yeah. Like that's it's interesting too because I, I mean I can't even follow like the NFL owners like situation is got a little soap opera feel to it right now where yeah. I can't even really follow where the alliances are. But it Correct me if I'm wrong, but Jerry Jones used to be like a staunch supporter of Roger Goodell. Yeah, he was all about him when like Deflategate was going on and all that stuff. And now he's kind of trying to push him out. Yeah, now that Zeke is you know up against the wall, I think Jerry's changing his mind. I mean, why don't we just get 
owners to pick a side, and it's just a full out brawl. Just a fight, like all a take like an anchorman off and just yeah, like anchorman, anchorman, exactly. Anchorman fight with Get the five different news stations. Yeah, with all their like various weapons. Mm-hmm. I could, I'd be down with that. I'd pay for it. I'd pay for it for sure. Uh, here in Minnesota, at least uh, clarity for a week, as um, Case Keenum named the starter for Sunday. Yeah, going um, back out there against the Rams. Yeah, I'm not. Shock! I mean, I'm not surprised by this. I think no. this is the right move. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did sound like it was a tough decision, though. I mean, yeah. Jay Glazer tweeted today and said that the Vikings were really, really hesitant and uh-huh. very tempted to put Teddy out there this week. So we'll back up because on Sunday, Vikes played uh, Washington. Yes. And Case, for the first two and a half quarters, was maybe the best quarterback of all time. Oh yeah, step aside, Joe Montana. Yeah. <laughs> it was Case's league. Case Case Montana was in full effect. Um, he was throwing dimes. They yeah. were routing Redskins, and then two pretty bad interceptions. The 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 first interception off the back foot was a hundred percent the heat check. Yeah, like I was talking about with my gambling going on right now. It's it was a heat check. Um, he just threw one up. Was feeling it. Second one was a bad read. Um, and they were on back-to-back throws yeah, and kind of kept the Redskins in it. Right. And, I mean, Zimmer even, was no yeah. – he didn't shy away from no. making that point that it kept yeah. them in that game. Right. So, I mean, his stat line was still 304 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions, let big road win off the bye. Like, mm-hmm. he was good. Yeah. Honestly, he was, like, very good. Right. Um, and then you're right. I was going to say that, too. Is Zimmer's press conference on Monday and after the game was just so like, – he's the he's the leader in the clubhouse for making this situation murkier than it needs to be. Yeah. Because he's the one that's like, you know, yeah, Case played really great, but those two interceptions were bad. He so badly, so badly wants to get yeah, Teddy in there. It's so clear. He's got to let – Case has to give him a reason. He's, he's scraping for it. Right. So. And, like, I mean, after that game, you like, – he can the like Case Keenum can't play that much better, like if at all. Yeah, and that still led to like a fifty-fifty coin flip as to who's right. starting. That makes me think that <laughs> as soon as Case falters a little bit, he's getting the axe. Yeah, so you think? I mean, with that understanding and knowing that it was a tough decision even to name him the starter again after mm-hmm. last week, which, like we said, he he played great outside mm-hmm. of the two interceptions. Um, it just it makes you. Wonder how short his leash is going to be this week. Sora has that feeling of uh, in Remember the Titans, where like the superintendent comes up to him right before the first game, and it's like first sign of you know um, struggle. Mm-hmm. You're getting the axe, and he's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "If you lose a game, you're done." Right. It's kind of how I feel about Case right now. If Back Case loses a game, Teddy's yeah. in. Well, and you know we talked about it last week too, and we kind of said the same thing before you know seeing what Case did, but. Case stepped up to the plate knowing that Teddy is right behind him and mm-hmm. did his thing. So, I mean, let's hope he does it again. I want to see Teddy out there as bad as anybody, but if Case is getting right. the job done. See, I'm still on – I'm in the Case camp right yeah, now still. Me too. Like, I, I, te- I wish Tom was here <laughs> no, because his question – and you kind of said, you know, why can't Case win a Super Bowl? I was agreeing with Tom in that, yeah, he's probably not going to. But I, I'm on the why not train now like after watching the like him play on sunday and the throws he made and i why not why couldn't he win a super like why why are we so sure that he can't win a super bowl but teddy might be able to i don't to me that doesn't it doesn't add up doesn't add up in my brain right but i understand the the ceiling argument that teddy technically probably has a higher ceiling 
to me, this feels a little, and the, the situation is different because of just who the, the personnel are, but it has a little bit of that uh, Cowboys last year where Jerry Jones desperately wanted to play Romo when yeah. he got healthy. He kept saying, you know, Romo's coming back when he's healthy kind of thing. That's how I feel about uh, Zimmer and Teddy. Yeah. Where Zimmer just so desperately wants to play Teddy. <laughs> he wants him so badly. And he's, yeah, it's like he's just looking for any inch of room he can get. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but obviously last year for Dallas, Dak, he played himself into every game. Right. So. And, I, I mean, it's different because Dak was a rookie with um, an unknown ceiling at the time. And Case has been in the lead for a little while, yeah. kind of settled into the backup role. But still kind of has that feeling to me where, I mean, at what point do we just hand the keys over to Case and say, like, do your, like, go with it. Do your best. Go. I don't think we're actually ever going to get there because I think if the Vikes lose a game or even start a game um, off on the wrong foot, we could see Teddy in. I think we will for sure. And the I, way Zimmer's yeah. acting, I think <clears throat> it we won't see Teddy, take a ton. Yeah, yeah, we see Teddy this year. Because, I mean, odds are Vikes aren't running the table with the schedule they have coming up. Right. Um, but, I mean, they look good right now. And that was without even the best defensive performance. Right. They, what, gave up 30 points? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess Everson Griffin's out. And he should be back this week, right. which is good news. But, yeah, it wasn't our best showing. But if they can score points. Yeah, I mean, win, win is a win is a win. And you got Adam Thielen, who... Has just been an absolute stud this year. Third in the league in receiving yards through nine games, almost 800 yards, on pace for like 1,300. I mean, that those are big time numbers. They are, and you yeah, you get tired as as Minnesota sports fans hearing mm-hmm. the, the Adam Thielen story every week, right? On these obviously yeah. nationally televised games, um, but the dude's incredible. I mean, he's got he's got such good hands, but it just makes you, I guess, realize how how much hard work can pay off for these guys. And it's good to see that. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. He's yeah, incredible. I mean, too, and di- different than that, too. I mean, he caught a ball in uh, the center of the field and took off for an extra, like, yeah, like 30, 30 yards. I mean, the guy's got wheels. He runs, like, perfect routes, great hands. That touchdown catch was great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> he's making me feel a lot better about some of the things I've, I've said in the past <laughs> that I can't take back. Um, but, yeah, you wonder at what point do we stop with the storyline of the undrafted, you know, free agent making a bigger splash than anticipated? And when do we start saying, like, he's just, like, a top 10 wide receiver in the league? Like, when do we make that kind of argument? Hopefully someday, because he is, and he deserves it, so. He certainly does. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, it's time to time to get over the whole deceptive speed yeah. um, grinder mentality and uh, start putting him in conversations with the big boys. Uh, other kind of controversial news in Minnesota right now, definitely on the talk shows, is that Greg Olson, injured tight end for the Carolina Panthers, is going to be doing some. What is he doing? Play by play, or is I, he doing just like he's in the broadcast line? booth? No, I don't think it's sideline work, but I don't know exactly what he'll be. If anything, he'd probably be like the third guy in the booth. You know, right? I don't think he's going to be lead commentary or anything like no, that. No, and uh, <laughs> so he's going to be in Minnesota helping call that game. And the Vikes play Carolina in two weeks, and he's probably going to be healthy by then. Right. Uh, just a weird, weird deal. Yeah. That he's in that this game. Happen. And I guess well, they were talking about it on the power trip, and PA was talking. Everyone was talking about it. Yeah. Um, about how when you're in the broadcast, you get to see and talk to the coaches, and you see film that you wouldn't normally see, and like they they help you break things down because they want you to know 
yeah. like how what to expect out of the teams. So like he's getting more information than he probably should as a player that's going to be playing the Vikings soon. Yeah, so it's more than just watching the game. I mean, anybody can watch films, so that doesn't make that right. big of a difference. But, um, yeah, he doesn't seem to think it's giving them any type of advantage. The NFL doesn't. I mm-hmm. think Spielman came out and asked that they remove him from the broadcast. They said no. Uh, yeah, just goofy. I, don't I just know. don't understand why it has to be this game. Why couldn't it be a different NFC team that – they had already played or something. Right. Well, and I don't. they don't play the Rams again this year. They don't play them at all, but they very well could the playoffs. Right. You know? So it's twofold there. It's a strange deal. Um, <clears throat> but I actually, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I like Greg Olson. I yeah, I kind of hope he's, like, he's good. Yeah. And clearly it's one of those, you know, an opportunity to get your feet wet in, like, something going forward after football. But why not do, like, the – pregame shows or something i don't know yeah goofy seems, seems like i'm not worried game. about it i mean i don't think we should as fans but it is just weird interesting yeah it makes you makes you think makes you think a little bit it does, it does. um other than that in the nfl we've we've got some playoff pictures starting to kind of take shape the league's kind of starting to to work itself out um no surprises here uh new england and pittsburgh at the top of the afc yeah stop me if you've heard that one before and then uh, in the AFC, you've kind of got you've got a bunch of teams that are are in the mix in the NFC. Uh, NFC you got the, yeah. yeah, the Eagles, excuse me, Eagles, Vikings, uh, New Orleans, Carolina, and the Rams, and the Seahawks for that matter, all in that six and three to mm-hmm. eight and one for the Eagles range. Um, what do you what are you thinking going forward? You got any uh, bold predictions that you think going forward, or is it going to kind of keep going the way it is? I don't know. You know, we were talking before the show. We were basically talking ourselves out of the Vikes making the playoffs, right? Which <laughs> makes sense. Seven and two. Talking about that Packers team at five and four. Ah, so um, scary. With still, you never know. We could see Aaron Rodgers again this season. Yeah, I doubt it, and obviously, I hope not. But I'm not going to say it's not going to happen either. No. Um, see, yeah, my brain but- <laughs> says my brain says that the Packers are out of it, and I think I've even said and written down in Man versus Model that the Packers are dead. Yeah. But like I know better than that, and them going like seven and seven to eight and six over the next couple of weeks, like getting into the position where Rodgers gets back, wins two games, and then they beat us on New Year or uh, Christmas Eve, win the game against Detroit, and slip into the playoffs, and then like make a run and win the Super Bowl is something way too realistic. That can happen. I know that can happen. I'm, I'm fairly, sure, <laughs> fairly certain that will happen almost. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's scary to think about. Um, and the the thing is, it's realistic. Yeah. Like, I mean, that might be the pessimistic Vikings fans in us, but... It's possible, but it's at the same possible. time, like... It, DJ, we got, we got special guest DJ Jones here, uh, just popped in. Looking fresh. Um, we're, we're talking... NFC playoff picture, especially the Vikes, they're seven and two. Um, how, how confident are you that the Vikes are a playoff team and that they're legit? You asking me? Yeah, we're asking you. <laughs> oh, I mean, they looked uh, pretty good this past weekend. Yeah, they sure did. Fun to watch right now. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Fun to watch. Um, Teddy or Case, where do you land? You know, I think I have to go with Case right now. DJ's a case guy. Case guy. I Three like case it. guys in case this kitchen. Race. Yeah. <laughs> Three He's in the kitchen. He's got the hot arm, and you know, <clears throat> Teddy's just coming off the IR, so yeah. you really don't know what to expect. But I think that's smart. Teddy has more talent, but you know, Case is playing well. So. Yeah, if it, if, it ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Couldn't yeah. agree more. 
Um, I agree more. But yeah, I mean, honestly, like if you ask me, like what's more likely the Vikings like get to the NFC Championship game or the Packers get to the NFC Championship game, <laughs> it would be a tough one for me. Yeah, you think I it's might, pretty hard? I, I might go with the Pack, and it would hurt me so much. And not because I think they're a good team, because I don't. I think they're they're trash. But like it. These things just happen. They do. And our hearts get ripped out. And for whatever reason, God reached down and blessed Lambeau Field. <laughs> and those mouth breathers get way too much success. Um, but other than that, um, kind of a bunched up AFC West. Kansas City is probably going to come out of there. Uh, Oakland. Yeah. Everyone else under 500. What about the Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, we were looking too. I mean,. I think the Jags, for whatever reason, still feel like a bad team, mm-hmm. but they're not. They I mean, their defense, defense is really good. Yeah. They've got uh, a plus 92 scoring differential, which is the best in the AFC. And there's only, what, one, two, three, four teams, five teams that even have a positive scoring differential. Um, I don't know, though. I, I just still don't feel like they're that good. Yeah, it's, I, it's half because um, they're the Jaguars. Yes. That's and I think half because of like Bortles, they he hasn't been fantastic this year. And generally speaking, teams without great quarterback play aren't going to be good in the NFL. Yep. And I feel like he like doesn't give you the impression of like manning a great team. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm all about. I'd love to see Jacksonville in the playoffs, and love to see them make a run. Fournette's an absolute animal. Yeah, and that for defense sure. is scary. Well, it seems like they definitely have a chance at the wild card if they don't win that division because the, the AFC's pretty bad, actually. Yeah, AFC's kind of weak. Um, like one of the only like above five hundred teams not leading their division, the Bills benched their starting quarterback Tyrod Taylor. In, Tyrod sitting in, on the bench. Yeah. Yeah, in favor of someone named Nate. Peterson? Some, yeah, Is that some what white, it was? Some <laughs> white rookie. Played at Tennessee, uh, I guess. I, I don't never know. heard of the guy. Never heard of him once. The one thing I've seen of him was like a, a short clip of them playing Florida and the entire offensive line not moving, the entire defensive <laughs> line bursting through and him getting just absolutely wrecked. So uh, that's, I mean, that's what you want out of your quarterback, yeah, right? Somebody who's, who's seen it all and who's ready for basically anything. Yeah, it makes me think that uh, Buffalo is just kind of done with Tyrod, doesn't really see him as their quarterback going forward. Yeah, maybe he's just like a stink in the locker room too. I don't know. Yeah, who I feel knows? Like there could be yeah, something else going possible, on there. But, but yeah, they definitely are out on Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so let's jump back to the NFC quick. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're looking at some pretty good teams here, and there's a couple good races in divisions. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little cold take at you. I obviously the Eagles are the favorite. I think they're the favorite right now in Vegas to win the Super Bowl. They're uh-huh. eight and one. They've been really good. Um, they're flying high. Carson Wentz looking good. They just got Jay Jai uh, solidify their run game. I. I'm not going to say who's going to beat them, but I don't think they're going to the NFC NFC Championship game. Ooh, so you think they'll lose? So, I, so that would make them, I suppose they'll get a... F- interestingly, I mean, not interestingly, uh, you would think at this point that they'll get a bye. Right. And so that would mean they lose that. in the divisional <laughs> round at home to maybe like the Vikes, the Rams, Panthers, something like that. Yep. I... Uh, yeah, I honestly don't know what to think about the Eagles because I liked the Eagles at the beginning of the year. I thought they were going to be pretty good this year. Um, and they've got a good defense. 
Obviously, Wentz has been MVP caliber yeah. type of quarterback. Um, but, yeah, I could see that. I mean, I, obviously I, it's unknown when you get a, a young quarterback who hasn't played in the playoffs yeah, in that situation. I, I think my point just that I'm not sold on the Eagles. Maybe yeah. That's a better way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's fair. Been, I mean, yeah, they've been great. But I just – something doesn't feel quite right. And Wentz is still young. Yeah, he's been incredible. MVP candidate, that's an interesting like said, but – I'm not sold. Point because like what like what do you have to to do to be like confident about a team and be convinced that they're good? You basically have to have a quarterback that's already won the Super Bowl at this point, or just you should have to be the Patriots. Yeah, you have to be the <laughs> you have to be the Patriots or like Drew Brees, and then you're like, yeah, I could see Feel them winning some. That. Yeah, I could yeah. see them winning some playoff games or Aaron Rodgers for yeah, that matter. Right. So like, yeah, I could see if they get in them making a run. <laughs> yeah, they could probably do that. But but yeah, I get I get your point. I I mean I don't know. The, the NFC is is so tight. It's such a toss up to me right now. Like, yeah. like are the Rams going to be able to keep it up for the rest of the year? Like, right. I, they've been. They've. Kept, like, I mean, they've kept it going. They've kept that. They've been explosive there, on so. offense too, and like golf's been great. So I, I don't know. I'd love to see the Rams win that division and bump Seattle because oh, honestly, please, I'm please. so sick of Seattle. Yeah. You see, uh, um, what's his name? Was that two weeks ago when uh, Sherman was like walking around the sideline talking about how he tore his Achilles oh, and yeah, was out right? for the year? It's the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> right? even, He's like, I'm out for the year. He didn't tear it, did he? <laughs> I don't know what happened. I, I never got the full breakdown on that, but I know he was. But he was like telling Russell Wilson, he's like, done for the year. Like, Down for the year, it's like okay, it's <laughs> great. Should, should I mean, we get that like a second opinion on that thing? Maybe a doctor's opinion. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> or how about uh, Martellus Bennett? Yeah, just cut. And... I still don't understand it. So he had some shoulder issue, right? And then he kept it kept disclosed to yeah the Packers. Or I don't know. And then the doctor he claims that the doctor wanted him to like just basically shoot up and keep playing when he thought he needed surgery. And so that's the reason why he – how did he end up getting put on waivers? I don't even know. It, I mean, I know it had something to do with that shoulder injury. Well, that, my the thing that I don't understand is if – and obviously I think it's come out basically that he's just a scumbag and weasel his way out of the Packers to end up back on the Patriots because yeah. he told other teams not to pick him up because he was going to retire. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, this he, is new He told other teams don't pick me up because I'm like retiring. Wow. Okay. And, but like if his shoulder – if he thought his shoulder needed surgery and that was his whole issue with the Packers that they wanted him to play, he played last Sunday for right. the Patriots. So he doesn't need surgery? He must be – I'm sure he's completely fine now that we know this information. <laughs> like that – I mean can you blame the guy? Not a terrible move. No. I mean he saw a sinking ship. <laughs> that is getting, pretty dirty. Yeah, I see. <laughs> wasn't getting anything from Hundley and – He uh, jumped ship and yeah, swam right back to, to Brady. Patriots brigade. Wow, yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that he was telling other teams basically not to pick him up because he yeah, didn't retire. Because I'm retiring, and then the Patriots picked him up. Actually, I'm gonna go quick win a ring. With yeah, the, with wait, the Patriots. One, and more, one more ring. Yeah, one wow. more ring. Yeah, that's that's a bizarre headline. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, he's a the Bennett family. Interesting stuff going on over there. Yeah. Uh, that, I'm good on NFL. That's, yeah, that's good that's, for you. NBA around. stuff probably. I mean, like it's like one story a week from LeBron. Where he he's got to get he intertwined gets in something something um, he takes first takes jabs at New York and Phil which whatever fine everyone does yep for taking what's the guy's name Frank Middlekinlay or yeah, something the French dude yep French point guard instead of Dennis Smith Jr. which quick sidebar and we had talked about this earlier but what why does it does it the, is it the media is it LeBron but why is he just like 
his opinion needs to be had on everything that happens in the NBA for some reason. Well, you know, he, he claims himself as the king, right? So he sits on the throne and yeah. everything needs to run through him. You got to ask him the questions. It's like, why People want to know what he thinks about, you know, these rookies. and Because he's, to them, he's got the most valued opinion because he's, you know, that wise... But he's still. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that where he's still in the league and he's getting asked opinions on like the draft grade for the Knicks this year. (laughs) The guy plays for a different team. Yeah. Well, it was more like they asked him because they had just played Dallas. They're like, okay, what do you think of this rookie Dennis Smith? Because he's had a pretty, you know, pretty good start to his season. He's um, pretty highly touted after summer league. Um, So I think they're just looking for his opinion there. But then he obviously spins it takes a jab at the Knicks, who they just so happen to be playing two days later. And then amidst, or aside from the whole subway thing, you saw the, the Cavs riding the subway. That's what the, I'll get to that. <laughs> okay, but okay. The, LeBron is the king of starting shit and then acting like he's the victim somehow. He's an instigator. He he instigates everything, and then the when the blowback happens, and it, it – it happens the same way every time where the blowback happens and he's like, I don't know why everyone's coming at me. Like, I, Same thing with the Arthur Fist. Like, he posts the Arthur Fist thing. Stupid, I agree. <laughs> Stupid as hell. But like, you knew what was going to happen. You knew exactly how everyone was going to say it. Then he comes like, oh, I just like Arthur. Like, I don't know why you guys are riding me for this. Like, right. I love my team. It's, it's insane. Yeah, he likes to poke and then run away. Poke and run. And then complain. And then complain about how everyone's against him. And, oh, we have to feel bad for LeBron James? Yeah. Unbelievable. Poor guy. guy. And then the subway thing. (laughs) Yeah, what did you think of that? Them taking videos of New York people. If they had taken a video of me, I would have lost my shit. Because they were taking videos of people like they were zoo animals. Like, look at all these these normal people riding the subway. Look at how funny this is. Yeah, like, we're being regular civilians like the rest of you guys. Yeah, look at this. This is great. Like, they've never ridden the subway. Like, I haven't ridden the subway, but I don't live in a city. Right, and you would if you lived there. Right. We all would, right? And, like, could you imagine getting on your commute home, like, after working at a job you hated and seeing all these million-dollar professional athletes taking videos of you and laughing about how <laughs> shitty it is to take the subway only, only to make your day worse after leaving work for oh eight nine God. hours i yeah. would have lost it on them yeah did you see i think Le- lebron had the phone in his hand and he flipped over to the one guy like yeah. sitting right next to him and he just like put his hand up yeah, i mean like, you know to be honest if i'm sitting next to lebron i'd, I'd probably like hey, yeah I'd let it but, happen, but yeah too. like well first of all you think that guy even knows that he that didn't LeBron James? he said There's he, no way they interviewed someone interviewed him <laughs> afterwards and he said uh he thought he said something like like yeah, those football players are taking videos of me. Say well, basketball players. Yeah, whatever. I don't. I don't care. Okay, so he's just completely like, <laughs> that guy had no idea. Does not have the internet. No. Okay. No, that guy one hundred percent could rip like rattle through the cast of Hamilton before he could name <laughs> anyone on the cast. Um, but like, if you're if you're videoing me like a zoo animal, like while I'm just trying to get home after yeah. an awful day of work in New York City, like trash bin of the world. I'm losing it as well. Yeah, definitely disrespectful. Um, Zero awareness. People mind their own business. Mind their own business and Uh, and get back to their lives. Dwayne Wade and LeBron, like the two most insufferable people in the world. (laughs) Videoing me. Back at it, you know? Those two shouldn't be allowed together. Yeah. And he calls himself King of New York. Yeah, and uh, I mean, he's had some pretty dominating performances at the Garden, but I don't know really how you claim a city that you don't even live in, don't play for. You know... I don't know. He's he honestly like I I try not to get like too worked up about LeBron because I want to be able to appreciate how good he is at basketball. He makes it so hard. Yeah, he makes it so hard for me to like. I you know I it doesn't bug me too much 
Um, I, I think he's under a microscope. I, I enjoy watching him play. Yeah, he, he doesn't handle things the best way. I'll put it. I'll, I'll say that for sure. But he's. I don't know. How, how are the Cavs right now? Are they have they figured things out? Are they back? I think they're seven and seven. So you know they're still in. So again, it doesn't still matter. in the conversation. I saw Boston won thirteen in a row. Is that right? Yeah, and Kyrie came back. Kyrie missed two games. And they were just fine without him. Um, yeah, they're playing Golden State. I think tomorrow night. So that's a big one. Yeah. But yeah. Celtics are legit. Huh. Start 0-2 without Gordon Hayward. Can you then, imagine if they still had him? Right? Maybe they'd be worse. They might be worse. Yeah. You know what? Maybe that was a storyline, like losing their best, one of their best players at the start of the season. Dude. Had a little, little flame under them. At the start of the season, so obviously Kyrie's been really good, but at the start of the season, would you have said that Hayward or Kyrie was their best player? I would say Kyrie. Yeah. Like, is it close? Um, I... I don't think so. No. I think Kyrie's the best player on that team. Mm-hmm. Gordon's really good, but I think Kyrie is, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely Kyrie. Yeah, he's definitely been good. And uh, Wolves play tonight. Wolves, uh, uh, yep, Take back San Antonio home. at home. Got the uh, Spurs. Eight and five. Well, they lost to Phoenix. Lost bad loss to Phoenix. Yeah, Saturday night. And Terrible Monday loss. Monday beat, who'd they play Monday? Uh, who did we just beat? Oh, Utah. Oh, Jazz. So 2-0 yeah, against Ricky. Rubio. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, we, we got San Antonio tonight. That's a tough one. I think we're five-point favorites at home, though, which is encouraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, without um, Parker or Kawhi, though. Yeah, true. Good point. Yeah. But still, still we'll take it. Five points. <laughs> we play Friday, play Sunday, so it's, it's, a, it's a big week for the Wolves. See if they can rattle a couple wins off. And I mean, 8-5, and five, that's a pretty good record, but it just – I want a little more. Yeah. I don't I mean, I it's don't know. Too. I, I don't have my, my finger on the pulse of the Wolves quite like you do. But to me, it seems like every, it, they're doing enough to keep everyone content, but nobody's like super excited right now. Yeah. I mean, obviously excited about the whole season, but not excited about necessarily how they've played as a whole. Yeah, it's coming together. But uh, speaking of Pulse of the Wolves, our, our very own CEO, Sam Walzak, is yeah. at the game tonight. So maybe we'll uh, give him a call in a little bit here and mm-hmm. see what Target Center is looking like tonight. Get the buzz at Target Center. Uh, and speaking of the Wolves... Towns for oh, some yeah. reason. What was the context? Of I don't was know. He asked or he bring it up himself. It was it was part of some interview. He was oh you know what he was interviewed recently and they asked him something that he would change in the league and he went right to Weed. legalizing marijuana. Yeah. Even though he's never used yeah, it in any form. He's he's of record saying he's never drank or smoked. Right. Yeah. He's like correct completely straight clean edge. straight edge. Yeah. yeah. You I forget sometimes that like those. Him especially, like that type of player, I feel like that's not that weird because he went. Yeah. He was uh, like a highly touted superstar for his entire life, where mm-hmm. you know he was traveling all over the country. Basically, his life was basketball. He went to college for one year, yeah. where his life again was basketball. Where he's eighteen years old, too, right? Eighteen, which, so he's a lot young. I mean, doesn't mean normal eighteen-year-old. Yeah, you go out to a party and drink in college yeah. or whatever. But yeah. like, if you're projected to be a top three pick. Yeah, maybe probably gonna stay away it makes that. sense, especially <laughs> if you've never dabbled in extracurriculars, curriculars in your entire life. Anyway, um, I mean, I agree with him. Yeah, for sure. Like, who, like it, especially for uh, I feel like for athletes, have they done studies where it's like it can like be a big help for athletes in in recovery? I don't know what if they're. I mean, I'm sure there have been studies done, and I'm sure there's more than just an opinion backing it up, but I don't know of any hard facts or anything that people have said other than I think people would 
encourage it both recreationally yeah. <laughs> probably and medicinally but um yeah and his i think his big thing is his girlfriend's nephew uses it uh, medically and it, i guess he's seen that impact him in a really positive way and i don't know maybe yeah. he's got connections to other players yeah. that advocate for it but yeah in general i feel like just like, <clears throat> professional sports have made it a way bigger punishment than it probably needs to be yeah like, josh gordon is like basically out of like Different because clearly Josh Gordon has some <laughs> He's got has some trouble <laughs> had some issues some but, discipline issues <laughs> but like it, like him and like Legarrette Blount and like they kept uh, Le'Veon Bell Even off Le'Veon, the field right. for for four games like that's a lot for when we're talking about a, yeah exactly like a misdemeanor type of situation so what if those players lived in like Colorado could they I don't know see I don't think I guess so they, because it's against the league to punishment yeah. that yeah, league right. because of their their employer yeah I think that's a little bit ridiculous but I I don't think I think that's gonna we're going to see that change probably within most of the major sports in the next few years. Yeah, pretty so, soon. Probably yeah. pretty soon. Uh, some MLB slash Twins talk. Buxton and Dozier were uh, gold glove winners. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, heroes. Buxton was a pretty much no-brainer. I actually didn't know Dozier was going to be a gold glover this year. Yeah, he. I mean, he's been really good defensively the past few years, but, I mean, there's a lot of good defensive second yeah. basemen, so it's finally, I guess, his calling. But. Right. Um, but well Buxton, obviously a stud. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. On the defensive side of the ball. Um, he, yeah, he swept. He got the gold glove. He got the platinum glove, which is just the overall best defensive player. And then, so those are the Rawlings Awards, gold glove, platinum glove, and then the Wilson Defensive Player of the Year. So they got to get there. Yeah. little stick in there. But yeah, why He not? swept the table. So. Yeah, he's, I mean, can't say enough about his defensive play. And just like the, his second half of the year play in general, I think we've covered it pretty well here. But Yeah. I mean, if that guy starts hitting the ball consistently, which, yeah. he, like you said, he did start doing in the second half of the year. He, I mean, he is a guy, and this could be crazy, but he's a guy that could be an MVP in this league. I, I think we've talked about it, how he has the, the Trout type of skill set. Yeah. Like the Mike All Trout, five tools, yep. like five tools uh, skill set that is scary if yeah. you can put it together. Um, and then Paul Molitor, manager of the year, yeah. uh, AL manager of the year after, well, even up until like the play, like, there were rumors that he was getting canned yep. up until he got his extension. Yeah. Which is crazy. And I, I feel like a few years ago, I can't, I can't put a finger on who it was, but I think a manager of the year got fired. I feel, Just, I was going to say that too. I feel I like I remember who it was that. though. Um, but the, I think in the twin situation, it was just more that when, uh, Levine and, Fabi came in, mm-hmm. took over operations. Uh, they were told that okay, you got to keep Molitor around for a year, but after that, yeah, it's whatever you guys want. Right. So it really was going to come down to, I mean, where they saw the team going and uh, how they felt. And he's know. a little different style than maybe they want to yeah, go he's a for. Old he's, he's old school. They're new age. Yeah, um, more um, statistic driven, money ball. Yeah, um, but youth. Yeah, it's guys. interesting to to hear of. A guy who was it twenty seven more wins than the year before, something yeah, like that. Yeah, twenty seven more wins, like huge turnaround. First team to go from what a hundred plus losses to make the playoffs. Yeah, which, and hearing about yeah. how there were rumors from the inside that they were going a different direction. Yeah, but good for him. I, I like Molitor. I do too. I mean, I like Gardy too, though. So. Yeah, uh, he's gonna be in Detroit, so we'll see yeah, him a few times this year. Exactly. But. Good for him, though. Um, NHL stuff. Uh, Wild have kind of. Some people think it might be, you know, turn turn the page here, get things going a little bit. Mm-hmm. They've won three of four. Zucker's 
had uh, seven goals in the last four games, including six of the Wild's six goals over a three-game stretch. Yeah, he was gunning for, what, the record? NHL record yeah, was record, eight, or was it seven? Uh, record was seven, so eight would have broke it. Okay. Uh, Nino scored 12 <laughs> seconds in last night, so yeah. that pretty much took care of that. I heard that game was just scored within 12 seconds. And scored, then yeah, 12 seconds nothing. and then empty netter, two empty netters. Oh, an empty netter, okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Dubnik's had three shutouts the last three games he's played. So, in the last... Well, he stopped dipping back into the fourth game that he played, and he stopped like 106 of his last 106 shots. What do they say? Goalie stand on their head? Is that, is that yeah. a saying? Is yeah, that a hockey thing? Yeah, he was yeah, standing on his head. He stood on his head last night. He stood on his head last night. He yeah. sure did. <laughs> um, he made some nice saves. He really did. I, I still, like, do you think, I, I know he's like, like a good goalie, and he's top, like one of the best goalies in the league, and you're not going to find anyone better necessarily, like, I would always get upset when people would say, like, the Wild, they paid Dubnik too much. It's kind of like the quarterback position in the NFL where, like, if you have a Stafford, he might not be the best quarterback, but you have to pay him his money because somebody else will. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, like, they're in such high demand that... He's good enough to keep around. Right, so you have, to, you have to overpay him just to keep yourself relevant. And he's that type of goalie, but he always still makes me shaky. Yeah. He goes through stretches where he's lights out good, so... In the last, I forget what it was, the last, oh, oh, of active goalies, there's only three, including Dubnik, who have ever gone three games shutout streak. Oh, no kidding. Multiple times. Wow. So it's him, Brian Elliott, and Roberto Luongo, I believe. Oh, wow. So, like, he, he has that kind of potential to be... Um, I feel like goalies are just such a tough position to stay good at consistently for, yeah. for years, right? Yeah. Is, and, that, is that fair yeah. to say? Yeah, and same with starting pitching kind of yes. thing too. Yeah, and We're, even quarterbacks. Yeah, quarterbacks, starting pitchers, goalies. Well, maybe a little little more – quarterbacks are a little more consistent, but – But, like, it's that same idea where the you can have good seasons out of a guy and mm-hmm. uh, there's very few that can do it for an extended period of time. And you're kind of seeing, like, Lundquist is kind of maybe on the back end. He's yeah. not what he was. Carey Price is having some injury problems, so he hasn't been um, – a hundred percent. But yeah, Dubnik has been great. Wild get to above 500, which is nice. Um, and the Hawks have been struggling, which I always like to watch. It's always a good thing. So that's good stuff. Also, uh, Crosby snapped his like 12 game scoreless streak last night. He finally scored. He hadn't scored in like 12 games. It was like the longest of his career or something. Yeah. So he'll score two tomorrow, right? Yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, college football will shake up. Georgia lost. Miami smoked Notre Dame, so the playoffs as it stands now, Bama, Clemson, Miami, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, Badgers right on the fringe. Badgers, I, I think if they beat Michigan this week, that's a big they game. They beat Michigan this I week. I mean, they're not. If they run the table and then win the Big Ten title game, yeah. like you have to put them in. Right? I, I don't see how you can. There's people that argue that they won't. So they'd be a Big Ten title game. They'd presumably be Ohio State or Penn State, right? Yeah, I think it would be probably Ohio, I think it's Ohio, Ohio State, State right because now. Penn State has two <clears throat> losses and Ohio State beat Penn State. Yeah, you're right. So it's presumably Ohio State. Okay. Right. Yeah, I feel like it'd be hard not to put them in that conversation. I don't know a whole lot about the the math that goes behind it and how they yeah. determine who gets in. Me um, but as, as a Gophers fan. Um, It'd still be good to see a Big Ten team in there. See, that's my thing is I don't know about what they, how they factor in strength of schedule and stuff. And Wisconsin's had a like a pretty cupcake schedule. Um, but if you have an undefeated team from a Power Five who won their title game, don't you think they just have to get in just because of that? Yeah. In itself, like right. It'd be one thing if they were like ten and one, won their title game, 
they had like a bad loss, well, then you could yeah, then you could make a reasonable yeah, you could snip them out. But if they haven't lost, <laughs> they're in the Big Ten and they beat Ohio State or Penn State. That's a pretty good resume. Yeah, I, I think mean, you got to put. It I feel there. like yeah, I feel like you absolutely have to. Uh, otherwise, I mean, Miami and Clemson have like they play each other the last game of the year, so like the winner of that one. And, yeah, it's probably one of those two. Yeah, yep. and then Oklahoma. Is there a Big Twelve title game? Don't know. Neither. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. But all I know is I'd love love some Baker Mayfield in the playoffs. Yeah, that'd be sweet. He's, he's fun got to watch. A gun. Yeah, he's the slam. I feel like he's been in college for like six years. I was gonna say that too because was it two years ago that they were in the playoffs and he was kind of he must. He was a sophomore then, but I thought he was Still like a, a big senior. Name. Yeah, right. Like yeah. He's been around. He, for like, a I decade. thought last year when he was back, it was weird that he was back. Right, and then he was back again, and that was confusing as all hell to me. And yeah, he's, I think he's a sophomore, so he's got what two more. Years? He's got two more years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we're not done. He with was him. like he was like one of those uh, girl hockey players in Minnesota that plays like eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, through. He comes so up he was, early. Yeah. He was playing his senior, like his junior year of high school. And so he's actually just a sophomore <laughs> yeah. in college now. Yeah, it may have been the whole eighth grade bit. Right? Yeah. He came up in eighth grade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, I mean, Bama's probably going to be – I don't know. Do you want to see more teams? I heard this debate today that people want to see eight teams in the in the playoffs. It would be a lot. See, so I would it be – Because they want to make sure they get everyone that's deserved. So, like, for example, if they left out an undefeated Wisconsin team right. with four, obviously they'd get into eight. But, like, I don't know. Two extra games for these guys is a lot. It is a lot. That's a lot of football. I, I think viewers would love it. I don't know if the players would. I don't even know if I'd love it that much. I kind of like the way it is much, right now. Too much I like football. the semi. Well, I mean, it's just that you're just you're watering it down more. Yeah, it's you like are. If you wanted to make the uh, March Madness, like, 128, I don't want to see that. That's That'd be – I mean, I don't know. Maybe I would <laughs> I'd, I'd take another week at March Madness. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a curious question. Um, that'd be a lot of football, though. Mm-hmm. Might be too much. Yeah, other college sport, basketball. Hoops are back. Started up. Had yeah. Duke beat number one. Duke beat number two. Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grace Allen, thirty-seven points. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, hard. I, I just I don't know. I can't imagine a person besides his parents that actually would like that guy. You know? Yeah, I mean, I see the thing is like he's so perfectly Duke. Yes. That I can. I I don't like him, but I can. I like that he's around. I think. Okay. He's, I like that he's there. <laughs> he's he's yeah. He it's gives intriguing. You, he gives you someone to hate. That's nice. And you got to respect him. I mean, he went out there. He was. I think. I don't know if they started four freshmen and then him. He's a senior. Yeah. And he goes out, plays all forty minutes, puts up thirty-seven points, beat Michigan State. Who? I don't know. Tom Izzo, uh, Miles Bridges, arguably the best player in the country. It's a good team to beat. Yeah. But yeah. And uh, love, maybe a love to hate guy there in Grayson. Another big matchup last night. Number four Kansas beats number seven Kentucky. Yeah, it's just more of the same stuff out of these uh, programs. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what do you think of the? Yeah, I mean, you're seeing a lot of NBA prospects there. But what do you think about these games early in the season with the high seeds? Like you, know, you got a two and a one. You got a four and a seven. They're obviously big. You're always going to have um, pretty good players on these teams, and they're always going to be you know. I feel top like ten conversation, but. I feel like it's good for viewership just because like you throw you throw four and seven on two teams and you really don't know if they're mm-hmm. top ten yet. You don't. Like, you have the idea like you've got you know like what kind of talent they have, but you don't know. There's always shakeups like big time in college sports where you think a team's going to compete for a national title and they just drop mm-hmm. out. 
or you think a team's going to be outside the top 25 and they, yeah. they make a run. But I think, like, throwing a number of four and seven on there for, like, early matchups, like, gives the impression that it's a bigger mm-hmm. game than it is, especially in November. Yeah. So I think it's just a draw it is. situation. Here's my problem with it. My problem is when I'm trying to pick my brackets, right? Mm. You know, come March. <laughs> yeah. And you're seeing, like, okay, oh, Duke beat Michigan State. Uh-huh. Okay, so like you know, yeah, I'm gonna, so I'm they must that. be good. But it's like, wait a minute, that was the first game of the year. Yeah, we, we know nothing about both these teams. We don't know how good they actually are. Yeah, I don't know. That just bothers me a little bit, and it's not. The, I don't know. Not the true reason I'm against it, and I'm not. I guess I'm not against it, but it just. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like it gives like not, for 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 guys that are going to be using some of this information to try to make some money. Yeah. It makes it more difficult when yes, it you does. when you don't really know what you've got yeah, in the first game. Who can legally do that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? The, I will say, like, fantasy football, I don't, like, get all that into. Like, I just – I mean, I like the draft, and I like if my team's good, like, I, whatever. But yeah. I don't, like, like, consistently obsess over my lineup or, like, mm-hmm. really do that much research or anything. Doesn't get you to buy it, huh? March Madness, on the other hand, oh, yeah. I get into. <laughs> and I, like, for some reason, like, I don't watch much college basketball during the year. I've been, like, weirdly good the last, like, almost, like, top three in my brackets oh. for, like, three years in a row. You know something, huh? I don't know what it is. Maybe you've been, you've been peeking on the model, getting early looks from Mark. Early looks from the Mark. guys who are around the It's numbers. just from, like, being around him. I get, I yeah, get just, pick he just up radiates knowledge. Yeah, college <laughs> basketball Just pick knowledge. it up. Um, what else we got? Gophs? Yeah, Gophers. Big, what was that Providence was a big win? It'd be Providence on the road. That's a good win. Providence was not ranked but they're i mean they're a, a good they're, team they're expected to be a tournament team yeah and all right we're two and oh we're playing niagara right now the niagara purple eagles i knew that it's an incredible did you yeah because i i knew some guys that played there no way hockey yeah that's that's an incredible name um yeah down five too early so I don't know. Ignited. Maybe we're getting maybe we're getting a little ahead of things with the ghosts, but <laughs> what is it early? It's five two. Oh my god, yeah, screwed. So. There's no way. Yeah. Um yeah, I've I've heard what are what are they are they ranked right now? Like fourteenth? Yeah, fourteenth. Are they um, expected people, to compete in the Big Ten? Yes. A lot of people really high on the Gophers. I mean they returned that scary. Everybody a little bit, but I I feel good about this. Oh, yeah. I think they are a scary team. Uh they return I guess I won't say all five starters, but ba- yeah. Well there's senior springs who were who graduated, came off the bench. He might have started a few games, but basically have the entire team from last year. Really? Bring in this uh, freshman point guard from New York, Isaiah Washington, who's like NBA potential, um, big-time prospect. Mm-hmm. I feel good about it. Young Richard Patino, he's yeah. the big Patino uh, in college basketball. Yeah, no, he's the only his one. Father's he's the only one. Out of a job, but uh, yeah, it's, don't sleep on the Gophers. They could make a little noise in the Big Ten. Yeah, I don't know much about uh, the, the Badgers, but I know that they're not really supposed to be... Uh, they're not supposed to be like the Badgers of old, but also no. they weren't supposed to be last year either. No, I think they were so, ranked like 24th, 25th last year. So like the Badgers, you never really know about. Sometimes yeah. they just get those sneaky guys that are going to be good in college. They still have half. Yep, they um, swipe those white guys from yeah, Minnesota. That yeah. Just solid college players. Exactly, you know? and then they're not going to do anything in the NBA. Yeah. But whatever. And then uh, LiAngelo. <laughs> Our buddy LiAngelo. Our buddy Latirian. <laughs> Balls. Latirian Ball. Latirian Ball. Still in the news. Makes um, his way back. Yeah, they're back in the states, U.S. soil, thanks to President Trump. Trump. Sounds like <laughs> Trump. Trump just he's make, calling hey, for credit. He said uh, he'd make deals. Yeah, he said he, he was sure going to make some good deals, and uh, we got uh, the worst ball back. So yeah, unfortunately, thank God for that. So I call that a bad deal. Um, 
But, but it sounds like they're suspended indefinitely. Yeah, so like is it by the NCAA or by the school? By the school. By the school. Yeah, by the school. So is is UCLA first of all, is UCLA supposed to be good again this year? Let's do a stat check there. Because uh, I like I know I they were obviously so. good last year, but that was a lot like the Lonzo effect. Right. Um so are we looking at some like studs? They're they're ranked twenty third. I know nothing about the players outside of Leangelo, who I also don't, think is no, probably no. there because of his brother. I don't, like, I don't think he's Leangelo. even that good. Like I know that he's the mm-hmm. one that nobody thinks is gonna like make it in the NBA, but I don't know if that means that he's gonna be like a non factor in college or, yeah. or what. No idea. Don't care. Tired of hearing about it. I'm glad they're back, but Lock them up in their dorm rooms. Yeah. No basketball. Do it Coach no Carter bench. style. Coach Lock Carter, yeah. Lock them in the yeah. gym. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> make, them, make them straighten up. Bring their desks in the gym on the hardwood. That's so good. Yeah. So good. Some Coach Carter in us. Um, all right. So we got uh, Hammer or Overs of the Week? Yeah. What do we got? What do you got, Fred? You go first. Okay. I'll go first. Uh, well, I hit the Monday night game last week big Ooh, time. So, so I'm going gonna, gonna to roll that one again. We got Smart. Atlanta at Seattle. Uh, the depleted Seattle 13th secondary. 12th man? 12th man. Yeah. 12th man is... Uh, that's yeah. he's gonna be out this week yeah yeah he's out yeah he's out he's out he's out he and Sherman both out yeah so I like that game actually I, I really should probably even know what the over is I think it's 42 um, but I think we're gonna see some scoring maybe the Atlanta of old and uh, yeah hit on hit on that Monday night game just just bury that um, okay I'm gonna go with boy I have not done my research here oh I like this one Packers think? Ravens over 38. Ooh. That is... <laughs> <Atlanta. laughs> this could be a mistake, but, like, I've been pretty on with my low, like... Yeah, you've been hitting those. Low lines, and, like, Monday... Set the bar low. Monday night, I think it was 38 and a half, and uh, they hit, like, two minutes into the second half. So, yeah, I like cake. that. I love that, where it's over before it starts. Um, so, we're going to hope for another one of those. No reason to really think that either of these quarterbacks should put up any kind of numbers, but um, we're going to nail that one. Yeah, why not? Um, sweet. So now we're going to give our CEO, Sam Walzak, a quick call. He's inside the Target Center. And All right, let's see what he's got. Let's see what things look like in, in Wolves territory tonight. We're just gonna sidebar here quick while we're waiting for the. No, you can. We can call. What do we, we got? Do you know of anywhere good to eat by the airport? <laughs> um, there's a McDonald's in the airport. Oh, so you just gotta just go do in. that. Yeah, we just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Samuel. How you doing? I'm here with Fred. We're uh, on episode 13 of Hammer the Over. How's it going, uh, boss man? Uh, live from Target Center. Millions of fans in here just screaming. Yeah, it's a it's a nice Wednesday night here in November. What's the atmosphere like with an 8-5 and five Wolves team finally back home? I was honestly just looking around and it's surprisingly full for a, a weeknight game. Good. Um, we actually... We had a hard time getting in. There are some long lines at the entrances. I don't know if you've had that at the games you've gone to so far, but this is good news. I mean, that's what you want to hear. Um, yeah. So, game probably just tipped off, but who's looking good so far? Well, Todd 
garages, one from one from three. Okay. So I think we can all just pack it up and go home. <laughs> I love it. That's game. That's, you just call it ball game right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're, so we're favored, I think, by four and a half or five points, which kind of surprised me a little bit. I mean, we are at home and we've been good, but I think we haven't beaten the Spurs since about 1975. So, yeah. you know, I... I, I never like our chances against them. We, we never seem to play well, and they always seem to have our number. But, you know, without Kawhi, and we've already seen them once, we'd like to think we, we can get the best of them at home here tonight. I like that. Yeah. Is the uh, wh- Where do you rank the target center for uh, home court advantages in the NBA? Well, by my numbers, it gives us about a, a 20-point advantage over the average team. So, so neutral site, we're 15-point underdogs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't been to a game at Golden State, but I think uh, I think you have to put Target Center either 31st or 30, maybe 30th in the NBA. What do you guys think? I'll be honest with you. I've never been to the Target Center, so I'm not one to <laughs> oh judge on that. <laughs> We're gonna change that, Brett. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe model two eighty four can uh, can send me to a game. Yeah, we'll we'll have to get to uh, get that in the budget. Get to a game in the model two eighty four suite. Um, Wally, have you seen uh, FSN reporter Kevin Gorg yet? And if so, <laughs> <laughs> what is he eating tonight? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I'm actually looking at the at the concession stand right now. He's ordering. It looks like two foot long hot dogs and. <laughs> And three Coors Lights in his in his suit, taking it back to the to the FSN booth. So he's he's in prime form. It looks like. Yeah, he's a, that's the that's what we like to call the uh, Kevin Gorgon for you Stranger Things fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, I gotta return to my seats and make the most of this uh, Wolves Spurs matchup here. But you guys enjoy your night and hammer the over all right thanks for joining us sam and uh get a wolves w tonight let's go pups all right go wolves bye well that was our ceo sam walzak obviously he's uh, bringing the jam tonight at the target center yeah he's he's a little inebriated i think is that what it is he's had a couple oh he's had several guys had several no he's feeling good um yeah he didn't seem too confident in the wolves against spurs but let's turn that luck around let's turn that luck around all right uh that's gonna do it for us this week Hope you all have a great week and uh, hammer the over.